Temp check. What kind of summer are we having this year? A family road trip summer? A beach bum summer? Or a wake me up when the sun sets summer? With Instacart, choose your own adventure and skip the shopping side quests. Where available, you can get ice cream delivered to your hotel, sunscreen to the pool, or cold brew to your bed. Well, door. In as fast as 30 minutes. Wherever you find yourself this summer, you can get the goods. Download Instacart for free delivery on your first three orders. Offer valid for a limited time. Minimum $10 per order. Excludes restaurants. Additional terms and fees apply. This podcast is brought to you by eHarmony, the dating app to find someone you can be yourself with. Why doesn't eHarmony allow copy and paste in first messages? Because you are unique and your conversations should reflect that. eHarmony wants you to find someone who will get you. How are you going to know who gets you if people send you the same generic conversation starters they message everyone else? Conversations that actually help you get to know each other. Imagine that. Get who gets you on eHarmony. Sign up today. Attention humanoids, you're listening to Talking Metal Live, hour two, time flies. Hey, check it out, there's Mark and John. If you're listening to the podcast version and you didn't hear the first hour, go back and listen to the last episode, right? Absolutely. Thank you, Bud Friendly. Mark, great to be back here on Talking Metal Live. And we are in the chat room on the Talking Metal forums. The password to register there is Metal Mike. All one word. And uh, Chief Beck, who Bud Friendly uh, earlier in the podcast called an ass, I believe. Uh, <laughs> I, no, he asked He asked for more unfiltered opinions. Oh, okay. Just right. unfiltered one for him. Oh, I got you. Oh, it makes sense now. I'm going to say uh, hello he, to Chief Beck right now. Yeah, he was wondering what Mark and John think of the current Quiet Riot and Thin Lizzy projects. Um, John, you can Don't filter. First. Well, I think that Frankie Benelli drummer of Quiet Riot is a great guy and he's getting the okay from people like Rudy Sarzo to do this. Yeah. Not that he needs an okay, but he's getting kind of like the endorsement and uh, so I say, you know, go for it. <clears throat> yeah, you know, and, and you look back and this is something that we brought up in the interview when we uh, interviewed Frankie. Uh, he was the only member of that band, not including those first two Japanese releases with Randy Rhodes. Uh, the metal health onward. He was the only member of that band who was on every record. Record, right. So Which I guess cool. I guess if there's anyone, you know, that could who's do entitled it. To, to do it, it's probably him. Having said that, I mean, I, I, I don't want to go see them without without Kevin Dubrow. It's I'm hard sorry. without it's Kevin like, Dubrow. Yeah. So Chief Beck, here's the part two of my opinion. With, uh, without Kevin on vocals, it's just tough. Yeah, and the Thin Lizzy thing, man, I, I, I think with, with fucking uh, Vivian Campbell, who we were talking about in the last episode, the disrespectful, un, ungrateful bastard, man, I, 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 I think that's a freaking cash grab. 
who's all in that band now? Because weren't yeah, we supposed to question. get together with them? We were supposed to do something with Thin Lizzy at some point, and I think it fell through. Yeah, I, I believe there's one original member left mm. in that band. Um, now, remember John Sykes had a version of Thin Lizzy for a while? Yeah, he well, and John Sykes did play on the Thunder and Lightning record, right. which is probably one of their better records. But really. he's not part They're of this more, new it's, thing. It's definitely a more heavy metal record. I don't believe so. Uh, Vivian Campbell, of course, never played in Thin Lizzy. Right. You know, so let, me, let me take it real quick to John Sykes. Have I ever told I mean, you it's my like, it's like story? it's like Kiss with with the with the the you know Tommy Thayer and the Ace makeup and Eric Singer. It's a bit of a cash grab. Although I've come to accept the Kiss thing a little bit more than some of these other things. But it, it, in general, it's gotten a, a really ridiculous with these bands touring with like one you know original bass player going out there and and like right. and 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 what they do is they play these these clubs like uh what's the fucking place we've played out in uh clifton um, dingbats they play yeah. these these clubs like dingbats and bb kings and stuff and and the people the casual listeners not not the talking metal listeners right the casual listeners who are like oh i like come on feel the noise and and uh you know um Mama, we're all crazy yeah, right. now. I, I, you know, Quiet Riot. They don't even know that Kevin Dubrow is dead. Right, they right, go, right, they right. go to the concert, and and they're there just to hear the Quiet Riot songs Sucks, as the right. casual listener. Right, and you know, maybe some of them leave feeling ripped off. Maybe some of them don't even are so stupid they don't even recognize that. Right. But I, I do think, I do think there is a time when bands need to say, okay. Let's let it live as what it was. Like a cool I mean, thing. Right, right, right. As much as I have trashed Robert Plant for uh, never allowing the Led Zeppelin reunion to happen, that's kind of been his stance. It's like, it's never going to be as good as it was, right, so right. why not leave it as as what it was? And you right. got to respect that to, to some extent. Yeah, no doubt about it. Um, you know what's happening with musicians nowadays is it, it it's just... And here, here I go again with my, you know, woe is me kind of story. But the the thing is, all these musicians don't, in my opinion, know what the heck to do. And nobody's buying albums. And, you know, what do you do when you're like, you know, in like a super famous band for a while. And then the next thing you know, you have no job and you don't know what to do. And so you put some weird version of your band together and you go out and play dingbats, which is not that. I love the place, but I mean, if we could play dingbats, it's not that hard to play dingbats. So yeah, uh, yeah, and but but why not? Why not at least change it up? The a Carnegie little bit? Hall of Clifton. I right. mean, what did the Doors do with Ian Asper? Didn't they call it the 20th Century Doors uh, oh, or something, something like that? Yeah. Let people know. I mean, everybody knows right. fucking Jim Morrison's dead. dead yeah. You know, not everybody. What? Yeah. <laughs> oh I mean, God. somebody said to me the other day, I had this Rods uh, record sitting out on my desk at work. And a guy uh, who who works actually here at Bionic came in. He was like, "Oh, the Rods. Oh, and he's looking at it. And it has it says, "Oh, Ronnie James Dio sings on this. Man, I haven't heard of him in a while. I wonder what he's up to. I used to love Rainbow. I was like, "Oh yeah, he actually died a year ago." He was like, "Really? Like he he didn't Jeez. even know, you know?" Um, but that just goes to show you how the you know the some of the casual, casual listeners, listeners don't yeah. fans don't really know what's going on. I, I I did I did pay a bundle of money for Caius. Lives oh, tickets yeah, recently, lives, right. and a bunch of people uh, were giving me shit. Oh well, without 
without Josh. Josh Homie in the band, it's not Caius. Exactly. That's why they're calling it Caius, Caius Lives. Lives. Right. And it is it is three of the other members. You know, somebody said, well, those songs are going to sound different without Josh singing. Well, Josh didn't sing in, in, in Caius. He sings in Queens of the Stone Age, but he never sang in Caius. And, right. and you know, they have the original Caius <laughs> singer touring with them. So, so I, I'm all for mixing it up just a, a little bit um, right. in honor of that original name. I, I don't have any problem with what the Doors did to go out and tour, uh, you know, as the Doors of the 21st century or right. whatever the They, they, they kind of change it up a little bit, but yeah, but I do think, I, I do think it's what you said. It all comes down to money. These places know yep. that with, with that name, you know, they, they guarantee they, certain amount. It's just like yeah. we were talking about a long time ago, ratings, TV ratings, you throw on Wayne's world and no matter what, somebody is going to tune into it and you're guaranteed some kind of a rating. Now, that's how it is. You're, you're, you're the owner of Dingbats or, or, or BB Kings or whoever, and you book Thin Lizzy. And even if it's like, you know, the bass player's cousin's friend and a bunch of other different guys, people think, oh, Thin Lizzy, you'll get like X amount of people to come. Yeah, you will. You will. Uh, DJ Weiser's chiming in in the, in the chat room where I encourage all you guys to, to go uh, saying that they, uh, the Doors actually did do it also with the, the Fuel singer. Hmm. And called it Riders of the Storm. Brett, wow. Brett Scallions. Scallions, yeah. Uh, married to uh, Abby, who's been Who on used the to podcast, be on, right? Yeah, yeah. She's yeah. been on, uh, I think I interviewed her at like, the Irving Plaza Yeah. at a Paul Stanley show. Uh -huh. I believe she opened up uh, with her group Slunt. And uh, she used to be an MTV2 VJ, didn't she? I don't think so. Oh, okay. I thought she was for some reason. I but. think she was on... I may be mistaken. I thought she was briefly on Fuse. Oh, okay. Maybe. With uh, Militia, who also oh, was on right. the podcast. Okay. I think they had a a fashion show or something. Oh. They did a pilot for Fuse. I, I may oh, be wrong okay. about that. Maybe she was on MTV. I don't. Huh. I don't know. Um, but I thought it was Fuse. But. Hey, by the way, I I have one. I'm bit still reeling over the news about Jim Morrison. I'm yeah, <laughs> Bud Friendly is he's he's really dejected. Uh, yeah, and just sad crapped my leather pants. <laughs> yeah, and Chief Beck does agree. He says I'm assuming he's agree agrees with our opinion, or maybe he's agreeing to some other conversation that's currently yes. going on in the chat room that I'm not paying attention to. Oh, you know what? I was wondering why I wasn't getting the recent posts, and that is because my computer went to sleep and then came back on. Guys, I have a, a bit of News. Much like the listeners. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <Much> <laughs> they went to sleep. I mean, um, listener. So, did you hear, Mark and Bud, that uh, sad news? Uh, the drummer of Stone Sour um, had a minor stroke. His name is Roy Mayorga. And uh, as a result, uh, Stone Sour have canceled the remaining dates on their current headlining tour. And, uh, you know, heck on the tour, I I'm just uh, hoping that this guy, you know, pulls through and makes a full recovery. Yeah, let's hope so, definitely. Uh, maybe we could play a little Stone Sour later in the podcast if we have time. But right now, let's get into a little Danger Danger. And hopefully when we come out of this song, we'll have Ted Poley on the line, the vocalist that you're going to hear on this song. You guys know this song. Big, big hit back in the day. Naughty Naughty by Danger Danger on Talking Metal. Let's get naughty. Yeah. 
Hey guys, that was Naughty Naughty by Danger Danger. Uh, this is John Astronomy, and on the line we have Ted Poley. Ted, how are you, man? Hey, how you doing, man? Great, great to have you on Talking Metal. Thanks. Hey, Ted, it's Mark. Thanks so much for calling in. Hey, thank you very much for having me, and I would just like to start out by saying I'll be at Dingbats on December 3rd. <laughs> oh, cool. Oh, we right. love Dingbats. Right. <laughs> I heard you talking about Dingbats, and I said, oh, well, you know, there's a plug. So. Yeah, definitely. Hey, we heard the new single that you have up on iTunes, Breathe, and it sounds great. Can you tell us a little bit about this song? It's a, it's a cover song, right? Yeah, yeah. Michelle Branch did it originally, and uh, I just thought I'd rock it out a little bit. It was a song I've always loved, and we were in the studio one day just screwing around, and we threw it together quick, and I loved it, and it came out really well, and thought, what the heck, throw it on iTunes and uh, you know, see if it flies. And I was surprised to see that you had a, a guy that we actually have hung out with a couple times, Dennis Leaflong, is on, is on uh, drums, right? How'd you hook up with him? He's actually the drummer in my solo band now. I'm, I have uh, many day jobs. One of them is the singer in Danger Danger, and the other is the singer in my solo band. And uh, Dennis is my solo band drummer, and he's just amazing. Really fun guy, too. Yeah, and you guys did some recording with Bumblefoot, right? Um, actually, Bumblefoot mastered the Breathe single of mine. Oh, cool. And, uh, he's, uh, actually, Dennis has done a lot of recording with him. He was uh, working with him. He's worked with Lita for a lot of people, yeah. He's way out of my, my league. I don't know what he's doing. And how did you actually come in contact with Dennis? Um, actually, he was uh, through my bass player, Doug O'Dell. Oh, uh, okay. So, uh, he's worked with him, and he used to live you know, right near him. And uh, we all got together, and now uh, here we are. Now, is the Breathe song going to be part of like an upcoming full album release of some sort? I may either throw it on my Greatest Hits Volume 2, of which Greatest Hits Volume 1 is out right now, tedpoly.com, if anybody <laughs> would like to pick one up. Cool, excellent. Um, but I'll throw it on something. Right now it's sort of an experiment to see how an, an all-digital um, single you know, goes. Um, I'm sort of interested in getting you know, with the times. and you know, So I thought, let me, let me put something out exclusively digitally and, and see uh, you know, if that's a viable way to sell music these days. I think it's becoming so, and uh, we'll see if people have evolved from ripping it off to just paying a little bit, 99 cents, I figured isn't too much to, to ask and uh, start out slow and see if, it, if the idea flies. Cool. Yeah, we definitely uh, encourage all the Talking Metal listeners to go download Breathe off of iTunes. It's up there iTunes, for... It's, uh, it's everywhere. It's, uh, you know, iTunes, Napster, uh, wherever digital downloads are sold uh, in, in Europe, Spotify, just all over the place. And thanks so much. I appreciate that plug. And like I say, I haven't gotten my first statement yet, so I don't know if the experiment is, is a success or not, but... Uh, we're trying, and thanks to all out there uh, who will do that and pick up my greatest hits CD. But back to Danger Danger and you guys, and hi to everybody out there. Well, you know what? Uh, what I was going to ask you, Ted, is how do you divide the time between the Danger Danger stuff and the solo stuff? Well, I mean, you know, with Danger Danger, we don't play that much. It's more about quality than quantity. Um, so I'm always happy when we have shows. But when we're not touring, um, you know, I'm always out. So I've been actually going around the world. I have different bands. It's not always... Um, you know, feasible at, at my level to bring my solo band, who I love, you know, on my solo tours around the world. So I actually keep a band in Brazil, one in Peru, one in Australia. Um, and it's great, been great. That's where I've been, Australia. Just got back from Peru. Um, wow. A lot of international stuff. But now I'm very happy to be back and doing the USA festivals. Just did M3 with Danger Danger last weekend. That was great. Um, more than 10,000 people. A lot of fun. That's awesome. Um, yeah, and I'll be, you know, uh, headlining as a solo artist at the Empire Rock Festival in South Dakota with uh, with these guys, and you'll see Dennis and Maz and Doug and and, and Paul and uh, great, great solo band. Do more of my own stuff, and uh, you know, some danger, danger, danger favorites as well. 
That's it's so wild. You're actually the second guy I think who's who's said that to us that you have different bands in different parts of the world to support you. Paul Diano said the exact same thing to us. It's it's interesting. I, it's, I think I had breakfast with Paul Diano in some country, and I don't remember maybe in Sweden. I think, and he's the character. Yeah, yeah, certainly I think, is. I think he's doing time now, but I wish him all the best. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, he's always got some kind of legal issue going yeah. on but uh it, oh, yeah. but you and, got and lots of stories too i mean he's the guy you know you start out and two hours later you, you get you know great stories coming yeah definitely hey so our our good friend aj has uh done a pretty cool compu- compilation record called a whole lot of love an all-star salute to fat chicks and you got involved with this and found the uh the cover that you chose for that to be to be pretty cool um Lips, all lips and hips. Let's talk about that song and who did it originally. Well, Electric Boys did, did it originally, and I always loved the song. And even though it wasn't originally themed around, you know, the um, the, the larger of, of, of our fans, um, it, it just uh, really, AJ, um, you know, the producer really felt uh, sort of adapted it and thought I would do a good job on it. And uh, I, I thought it was a neat idea, and I loved the song. So why not? You know, it's a fun project and i i you know, love the electric boys so uh and i'm always looking for a little bit of studio work so there you go <laughs> the, cool. stars, the stars aligned and and uh and it and it really came out neat it's a fun project it's got lots of really uh you know really cool names on there i mean phil lewis is on there you've got um you know stevie rachel you, you've got uh, you know jj french and and uh Steve Brown from Trickster, and I mean, there's just so many guys on there. Johnny Mac on the drum. Oh gosh, there's there's some really killer players on this. Stuff, so. Yeah, it's a great record. I was up at Ace Frehley's working with him on something, and we just uh, had a couple of CDs laying around, and we we threw that in, and uh, we both listened to it, and it was a really cool record. And uh, your track was great. I always was a fan of the original tune, and I think you guys did an awesome job on it as well. Well, thank you. That's really cool. Cool. So you were actually listening to the CD with yeah, Ace. Yeah, me oh, and Ace okay. were listening Very to the CD. Nice. A couple other people were there too. We were in his studio and uh, we listened to the CD. Sweet. Wow, cool. That's kind of kind of cool. <laughs> now, now speaking of Kiss, you uh, I know AJ actually before the the Fat uh, Chicks Salute album, he uh, All Star Salute to Fat Chicks. Let me get it right here. He did a Vinnie Vincent uh, tribute, and you were actually involved in that. And I got a I got a kick out of that because you did basically the song Unholy, but but a guy named CC Banana, I believe, sang it, and he sang it as as Ted Poley, right? But there was some there's a story behind this, right? Well, the comic genius known as CC Banana actually adapted the song from a story, which was a true story, which was about my first you know tour with Kiss, actually. Um, and I, I actually have nothing to do with the song. I don't play on it, and I didn't write the song. It's a, it's a takeoff on the, the Kiss song, Unholy. And it basically, uh, you know, an, an, an abbreviated version is uh, I was walking down the hallway, and, and I was on tour with Kiss for a couple of days already, and I was still too scared to talk to my hero, Paul Stanley. Um, and there he was. It was myself and him alone in the hallway. I walked right by. I chickened out, couldn't say hello. And he sort of sensed, I guess, my uh, smelled the chicken. <laughs> right. <laughs> and uh, as he got to the other side of the, the hallway, um, you know, I, I, of course, I was a failure at that point. I, you know, had done the walk of shame right by him with my head down, couldn't face him. And uh, he screamed <laughs> while he sang, Ted Poley, you know, to the, to the tune of Unholy, which was the song of, of that tour. And uh, That's great. And everybody had heard it. And I turned around and I smiled and he was really great. And he came up and he shook my hand and that sort of broke the ice. And he always treated us really great. And I love Paul. He's been my, you know, one of my you know, favorite rock stars of all time. And I still, you know, I've known him for years and I still find it hard to, 
you know, really, you know, say more than, you know, highball. Right. <laughs> That's <laughs> cool. Up, but, you know, starstruck. He's just the best. Now, Danger Danger has actually toured with a lot of other big names, uh, like Alice Cooper, for example. Any cool stories or memories from from uh, touring with Alice? Oh, tons! I, I don't think we can get say you know tell any of them. They're all X-rays. Yeah. Oh. The so that was a great time for metal. <laughs> it was a time, you know. I guess the tour bus was a lot like being on a pirate ship. You would come into town, sort of, I dare say, rape, pillage, and you know, leave before sunup. So you know, and just start over the next day, and it was great fun. Hey, did, has it changed? Do you find that touring now has changed? Are, are those girls still out there, or am I just not finding them? Well, you know, I'm married, so really, you know, I'm just out here. I'm singing. I'm having a great time. And, um, you know, when anybody comes to the show with a roughly 17, 18-year-old blonde child, I just sort of quickly walk the other way if I've been in that city. Previously. I don't know. <laughs> right, right. If they look a little too much like you, you, know, you, know, you want to stay away from them. I get a little worried, but, uh, you know. That's awesome. Hey, I got a question. Back in the in the day when when Danger Danger was really uh, going strong, you know, when Naughty Naughty was out, did you ever hang out at a club in New York called True Blue? I am not sure. No, it's a little hazy from back then, but I'm not sure why is there is there a Well, you know what? I used to jam there when I first moved to New York. It was like 1991. And I used to, I remember seeing Andy and Casey in there, and I just was wondering if I ever ran into you in there. Probably not, because those guys were from that area, and they were staying together at one time. So oh, okay. So I probably one of their hangs, and I was probably in New Jersey at the time doing something else. Uh, you know, God knows what. <laughs> yeah, are you still um, in the Jersey area now? I, I moved to Pennsylvania, so I'm close to Jersey. I didn't move too far out. But, oh, cool, uh, PA. I love Pennsylvania. That's my home state. Oh, I, I love it here. It's a little bit more relaxed. I can carry guns. You know, it's it's just me. You know, nobody looks at me funny. You know, nobody says, "Yay, Bon Jovi!" You know, because everybody's armed here. So it's right. Uh, hey, very <laughs> good. Excellent. Taxes are cheaper too than Jersey. Yeah, yeah taxes. Yeah. I mean, everything's a little bit cheaper, but I, I love it. I mean, I, I fly you know huge remote controlled uh, airplanes and things like that, and there's just no space when you start getting into the. You know, into the New Jersey area. Yeah, I was right. going to ask you that. I was re- I was reading about the airplanes. Now, are they just remote control airplanes, or do you, are you actually a pilot too and fly your own planes? Actually, I'm not licensed, but I love to fly. I love all things flight. So, you know, so when I'm when I'm on vacation or when I'm in Jamaica, you know, or countries where the rules are a little bit looser, sometimes I'll go up in a Cessna and just uh, take the controls. But uh, cool. You know, but yeah, the RC stuff I love. You know, we fly the big stuff. It's, you know, we say it's not toys. It really is just as fun. <laughs> but, cool. but when you crash, it's a big crash. And, Right. You know, it's, it's fun. And now Danger Danger just recently played the, the M3 Rock Festival down in uh, in Maryland, right? How was that? That was a hell of a segue, man. That was great. <laughs> Still right in there. It was great. It was a lot of fun. Um, you know, I, I think it was 10, 15,000 people. It was wonderful. We played a little bit early, but they all came out early, and uh, it was great. Um, I mean, something like that, not only is it fun to play for the fans, and it's great to be on a big stage, but... Um, of course, it's like a family reunion, and, and the atmosphere backstage just is just a lot of fun. You know, you hang with everybody, all the, all the friends from the old days. It's just great. Very cool. And I was also reading that you do, or you've done some some music for video games. How did you get involved with that? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I do a lot of the stuff for the Sonic the Hedgehog games. So I do a lot of the lyric writing, and uh, I sing on there. So. Um, and how does one like get involved in that? Is that just a connection you had? You knew somebody? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. My musical partner June Sanui, who who was in a you know Crush Forty and a lot of really cool, um, a lot of really cool projects. He brought me in on that. Uh, I guess he was a Danger Danger fan back in the day, and now he he does a lot of the music for the Sega projects. He brought me in on that, and uh, 
I've done, I think, one non-Sonic game, but most of the Sonic stuff. And we just did one uh, for the anniversary of Sonic. We redid one of the songs. And it was a song that I did originally with Tony Harnell, and we both re-sang it. And uh, it was good to see Tony again. He's one of my favorite singers and a really cool friend So you know, from TNT. Yeah, no, he's great. He was one of our very first Talking Metal guests back in the day. That's right, that's right, definitely. Yeah, oh, he's, been, he's a long-time friend, and it's really fun to work on the video game stuff with him. So, you know, we get to work together, and... Uh, it's uh, you know really cool, but June really brought me in on that, and I've been doing that for years, really. I mean, it's been a uh, uh, long time, and I get a lot of young fans from that. It's kind of cool. Excellent. You know what, Ted? You might remember this better than, better than I do. I know that when you guys were out with Kiss, that was a revenge tour. And did you do, I, this is going to be hard to remember, but that first date in Pennsylvania, speaking of PA, in like Allentown, PA, or Bethlehem, PA? It's we did an early date, I think it was with Heaven's Edge, I think, in Allentown. It's some airplane hangar or something. Hmm. that one. Um, that was, which tour did you say? We did Revenge, we did Hot in the Shade, we did several tours with them in the U.S., and then they took us overseas with them as well. Yeah, because um, Mark and I happened I to be I, at that show. I don't show. think they opened that show. Oh, they didn't? Yeah, okay. I, I, think, did. I, I think at the time with that tour, was that the one with either, was either Little Caesar or Trickster possibly? Okay. Yeah. And we came on with Slaughter somewhere below here, maybe in the Carolinas. I, I don't really remember, but that was the start of, I think, a, of our Reign of Terror as an opening act for kids. Cool. Yeah, Excellent. And, and they sort of got a kick out of us for some reason, and they, they kept us on for a while. That was just a dream come true, you know. Definitely. Well, hey, Ted, could we get a Talking Metal ID from you, just saying your name and you're listening to Talking Metal? Absolutely. Whenever Are you're ready. ready. Yep. All right. Hey, everybody, this is Ted Poley from Danger Danger, and you're rocking out on Talking Metal. Great. Thanks, Ted. We're going to get into Breathe right now, and we'll follow that up with All Hips, or I'm sorry, All Lips and Hips off the Whole Lot of Love and All Star Salute to Fat Chicks. Well, thank you. Ted, thanks very much for uh, hanging out with us, and we really appreciated it. Oh, you guys are the coolest, man. I, I really appreciate it, and hanging there through Breathe. It's not quite metal, but, uh, you know, it, it's still you know keeping the rock alive, and I appreciate you guys, Mark and John. Thank you all, and thanks everybody out there. TedPoley.com and Facebook, get in touch, and we'll see you on the road. Excellent. Cool. Thanks, man. I've been driving for an hour Just talking to the
Now dig this. That was Lips and Hips, a song about hot dogs, I think. Anyway, this is uh, t- Talking Metal Live. I lost my place. That was very good, bud friendly. <laughs> that Lips and Hips, you know, in hot dogs, they put a bunch of effed up stuff. And 
That was a great, great intro. Yeah, Ted mentioned the Ted Poley song off the Vinnie Vince, Vincent tribute, uh, tribute to my unk, or what is it called? Kiss my oh, unk. Kiss my unk, yeah. Uh, here it is. Me. Hey, JD, could you turn up the music off of my computer just a little bit? Like, let's see if we can. Listening to the Ted Poley song, which Ted actually doesn't play on. I thought right. maybe he played on it. No, it's just called Ted Poley. Let's listen to it right here. It's going to go. come yeah. up where it's where it says his name. So much older than man. He said, "I'm really cool." I, th- I um, thought he said, "I'm so much more than a man." Oh, I thought he said, "I'm so much more than a fan." Oh, maybe oh okay. Sort of, cool. Anyways, yeah, that's what he might have said. It's the good, Paul good Stanley stuff. Story. Good stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks for to AJ for hooking everything up with uh, with Ted. Right. And uh, our friend uh, Eric Bones of Steel was supposed he to be the guest interview uh, guest interviewer. For Ted, he's a he's had a, a family fan. emergency. Yeah, family emergency, and uh, we hope everything works out all well. Yes, uh, uh, works out well for Eric. Yes, we're very sorry here. to hear I'm that he's sick, had but a I, family emergency. I think it's the the cough medicine combined. Did with one of his relatives pass away and then come back to life? No, <laughs> no I'm kidding. I'm just joking. <laughs> no. Uh, anyways, the the talking metal forms, guys. Uh, we're we're really trying to. Uh, to get things going again in the Talking Metal forums, uh, our friend Aaron uh, left, said later, guys, uh, this is is dead and, and he doesn't like the podcast anymore. So, um, you know, we're just we're just nice people looking for some friends in the Talking Metal forums. <laughs> so if you want to be our friends, yeah, if you want to be our friends, stop by TalkingMetalForums.com. The password is Metal Mike. I uh, wonder what Metal Mike is up to. We should yeah. uh, should we cold call him right now? We could do that. No, we're not going to nah. do that. Hey, uh, you know, speaking of the I chat thought they were going to get Metal Mike and Priest to replace KK Downing. Oh, it sucks they didn't. But, yeah, boy, yeah. I, that's right. That would have been insane. Yeah. Um, what was I going to say? Did you ever see that commercial and it's it's for like Orkin or something and it's Orkin, the lady, yeah. you know, I like just the- did a did a spot for USA. Uh, oh, wow. NCIS spot brought Ooh. to you by Orkin. Yeah. yeah. Boy, but uh, go on. Yeah. And it's the girl sitting like, you know, at the date, you know, at the table and the guy is this like, you know, roach or something. And right. then she's like, you, you don't really look anything like your picture. And he's like, oh, that was years ago. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's just such a great yeah. photo. We, yeah. we had a the guy. The working ads are really funny, yeah. by the way. Then they show those, like, got, you know, bugs driving in these, like, 70s cars and stuff. I think that's pretty cool. What do you think about that, bud friendly? I, I like bugs in cars, definitely. Oh, there you go. <laughs> I like, he's like, well, that was like, that photo was taken years ago. Um, we had a guy audition for uh, the band I used to be in with Rob Fiore. Um, Paisley, Paisley Babylon. Pre Paisley Babylon. That was when we were Fiore. Fiore. Oh, okay. Yeah. Fiore. Okay. Fiore. <laughs> I like Fiore. And um, the guy sent this picture and he looked like Jimmy Page and, uh, you know, he was this cool dude and he had a great song and then it turned out that like that picture must have been taken like 20 years before right. and the song wasn't even his band. It was uh, like somebody else's band and I discovered it when 
we happened to run into the guy at this place called Danceteria. Remember that place? Yes, I do. And there was a band on stage, and they were playing that song. And I'm like, oh, my God, that's your song. And then I realized that he wasn't, he wasn't even in that band or some, some weird thing. Yeah. Maybe he once was involved with the band or something. But so the, the promotional kit was great, like Jimmy Page-looking guy playing killer tune, and then it turned out... Uh, you know, neither were true. And and if you're listening to this, I, you know, no no offense, buddy. He's not. He's yeah. not. Yeah. No one's He's not in the forums either. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Anti music is a, a great place to get your music news, guys. Uh, we are doing um, all we can to promote this great website. Uh, Tony Kuzminski uh, does some writing for them. Kevin Wiggins, uh, of course, who yep. has done a lot of stuff with us in the past, and and it is the place to go for all your music news. So definitely check out antimusic.com every day for their day in rock feature. Uh, what else do we have? Uh, ways you can support Talking Metal, by the way, are you can buy a T-shirt. I know a lot of you guys still have not bought T-shirts. We have not sold out of our initial run, 100 T-shirt run or whatever it was. So uh, go to the site. Click on the store. The site is TalkingMetal.com, of course. Click on the store section. It'll take you to our T-shirt. There are no Double XLs. Uh, uh, those had are a few sold questions out. Questions on those. Yeah, those are those are sold out. But and here's the deal. I'm gonna go out on a limb here, and and hopefully this will get sales going. If you buy a T-shirt and you take a picture of yourself in the T-shirt, we'll post it on TalkingMetal.com. Uh, there you go. What? Who wouldn't buy a T-shirt yes. for that type of publicity? Yeah. <laughs> I bet Bud Friendly thought I was gonna say something else. Like, yeah. if you buy a T-shirt, John will come up with something. I, I don't know, but uh, but what would you, you do if somebody buys a T-shirt? Will you will Bud Friendly do a freaky thing? If if you buy a T-shirt, Bud Friendly will see no money from that sale. <laughs> yes, <laughs> that's correct. That's um, uh, that's untrue, because uh, if we you know sell zillions of T-shirts, we'll we'll, we'll, we'll throw if you, you a little, cut yeah. me in on the zillions. next run. I'll yeah, that, that is zillions. Get the Bud yeah. Friendly shirt. Uh, Printed up, uh, and uh, you can also listen to my streams on Live Three Sixty Five. They're available through MarkStriegelRadio.com, and you can become a VIP member. Uh, and I do uh, get a cut of that. So far, no VIP members. So uh, at least not on the stream B. The other stream uh, we run with our friend Steve, who do, who uh, has Bionic. So I, I don't know if he has any VIPs on his, but. Um, I don't think so. Anyways, <laughs> let's uh, move and on. VIPs get access to the VIP room. That's correct. Yeah, yes, that, a special uh, location on the forums. Hot tub <laughs> and yeah. champagne room. Champagne room. And uh, we have Heather on the bar stage. Yes, that's right. What do you want to hear? You wanna, remember Kicks? Kicks, yes. Yeah. Midnight Dynamite. What what great stuff. Man. Yeah, I mean, Kicks. And remember then you did you produced that, that MTV show and the poor guy from Kicks. Yeah, I worked on a show called It Came from the 80s it Part 2. It was like two. painting a sign. And I, I wasn't actually the producer, but <laughs> I, I I probably should have been. I was uh, the production assistant. It's Ooh. a little different than the producer. But, but I did do uh, a lot of work on that and research and, and consulting um, and was paid like, you know, 80 bucks a day or something but uh it was a lot of fun and it was a great show it did really well for them it was called it came from the 80s part two metal goes pop and we profiled brian uh from uh kicks yeah he was he's a great guitarist a, a painter he was doing billboards at the time yeah and this is midnight dynamite by kicks check it out on talking metal
With Talking Metal Live, Mark, John, over there. Here they are. Black Veil Brides. Yeah, cool looking band. Fallen Angels. Kind of bringing it back to like what? Like almost that shout at the Devil Motley Crew look, right? Yeah. 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 I, I like it. I think it's uh, cool stuff. And, uh, I, you know, I'm into that whole shout at the Devil Motley black hair, leather, spikes. Yeah, and uh, Vel. Uh, let's see, I'm makeup Velvet Revolver. Revolver Magazine gives these guys a pretty decent review for their new record, which is called "Set the World on Fire." It's not out yet, but you can buy that song that you just heard, "Fallen Angel." angels on itunes and we will have links up in today's show notes if you're listening to the podcast version of this that you click on and it opens up your itunes takes you right to that song you download the song go buy some other music and we get a little kickback on that and that's a great way to support the music you're hearing and support the the podcast talking metal yeah revolver magazine uh, our friends or former friends or whoever they No, uh, they're still friends. Oh, are they? Okay. Yeah. Uh, Avenge Sevenfold on the cover. And uh what else we got going on in this magazine? I, I don't know. I, I sometimes I, I look at this magazine and for the first time over the last you know year of my life, I just f- feel freaking old, man. I'm yeah, just, you know, I know, me too. I mean, uh, I just, your, your thumb hurts when you turn the pages. Nah, not like that. I just mean like you know, the, some of these new bands and stuff. I just I I, I feel I feel I, I feel it's hard it's harder to keep up with a lot of the uh, the 
super younger, newer bands that are coming out. Um, yeah. and, and, and also simultaneously stay up on like, you know, I like to listen to the new Iron Maiden record when they put right. it out. I like stuff like, you know, I like to stay up on, on the bands that I grew up on since most of them are, are currently, you know, putting out, uh, music, you know, here's, uh, here's still well, a band. I don't know anything about them, you know, um, Oh, I guess it's Fieldy from Corn. Huh? Hmm. How about so, that? Yeah, uh, and we got uh, Duff McKagan. These see, these are well. I, I'm I'm contradicting myself. No, I'm, those I'm are some bands we know. We've had Fieldy on. Duff yeah. McKagan's been on. Um, Art of Dying. Like there's. Yeah, a, there's I don't an know example. that band. Yeah, um, and uh, the Letter Black, which uh, features one of the hottest chicks in metal. Hmm. Um, and yeah. Oh, and here's an ad for the uh, Ozzy Osbourne. Uh, Re-releases that we are talking about, the 30th anniversary editions of two of metal's most essential records, Ozzy Osbourne's Blizzard of Oz and Diary of a Madman, the expanded version of Blizzard, they're calling it, and the legacy edition of Diary, which features a two-disc set remastered and restored from the original tapes, now with previously unreleased live track. Um recorded on the blizzard of oz tour that's, that's cool. kind of interesting yeah. yeah featuring randy i guess yeah yeah and uh there are clips up on youtube i believe of uh some of this uh documentary type footage that goes along with it ozzy's on the back cover of that too well, yeah, i guess it's an affliction, an affliction ad. ad yeah so i guess revolver had uh another one of these uh golden gods awards i guess right, this would be the right. third one which is so odd that, that they air this on vh1 classic you know right the rick springfield videos they they have uh you know metalcore bands playing but um some of the awards this year uh let's see uh the best guitarists went to uh zacky and Zachy Vengeance yeah. and Sinister Gates. Yeah, from uh, Avenged Sevenfold. Sevenfold. Yeah, well, look at you. You're up on a... Yeah. <laughs> Murder Dolls, Comeback of the Year. Uh, Ramstein, best Very live good. band. Yeah, no doubt about that. Alice Cooper won the award for... Uh, I don't know what the award is. Best golfer. The the Demon Forge Golden <clears throat> God, Alice Cooper. Okay. I guess that's the name of the award. Uh, the Ronnie James Dio Lifetime Achievement Award goes to Motley Crue. Um, we had the most metal athlete. Uh, Mike, Who was that? Mike Val- Valley. as uh, a skateboarder. <laughs> uh, William Shatner was the honorary headbanger. Uh, I guess he's done, he did something with Zach Wilde recently, right? No, not sure. Uh, yes, he did. And um, Zach has done a bunch of covers. He did a Sabbath cover with... Um, William Shatner. He also does an amazing cover of Junior's Eyes by uh, Black Sabbath. Black so. Label has a new drummer, by the way, and it is the drummer of... Help me with this. I don't, I don't, I don't know. I, I really I'll don't come know. back with that in okay. a minute. Uh, yeah, so going through some of the words. Mike Portnoy, best drummer. Um, M. Shadow, best vocalist. Best album of the year was uh, Avenged Sevenfold for Nightmare. So there you go, the Revolver Golden Globe wrap-up here on Talking Metal. And guess what? It is 9 o'clock, so I think we're going to have to start our 9 o'clock hour, which means for you podcasters, this show is over. But for you listening to uh, us on the live stream, we're going to be starting up the... uh, the new uh, the new nine o'clock hour right now. So let's uh, do what we've done for the last uh, few 
transitions here into the new hour, we'll play the Talking Metal theme song recorded by Metal Mike, Roy Z, and the one and only Rob Halford. Here it is, and uh, again, welcome to Hour 3. find cars like these on auto trader new cars used cars electric cars maybe even flying cars okay no flying cars but as soon as they get invented they'll be on auto trader just you wait auto trader 